Travel can be difficult when you have a chronic illness. Needing to plan and prepare for the obstacles that are common for your illness. In this episode, I focus on what I do to live within the rules of my disease when it comes to travel. Thank you for listening. My name is Robert Joyce and I have multiple sclerosis, sarcoidosis, asthma and chronic pain. And I have a blog, A 30 Minute Life, where I share my experience of my illness. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the challenge of travel when you have a chronic illness like multiple sclerosis. On April 14th, 2018, I wrote this post. Travelling to Dublin. Today, I attended a meeting of the MS and Me blogging group. If you would like to read their posts, you can go to the MS Society website. This is a group of people with MS that write for the MS Society here in Ireland. It has a long history, five years. This is the first time that I've attended a meeting like this, and I have to say it was fantastic. The people around the table have achieved so much, and their goal is to help fellow sufferers who have a diagnosis of MS here in Ireland. I'm a very recent addition to the team and hope that I will be able to contribute in a meaningful way. This post is not about this group, but it is to share the challenge that people with chronic illnesses face when they have to travel. Planning and preparation are essential. Living on the opposite side of the country, I had to make a 300km journey to attend the meeting. And because of the inability to find suitable public transport, I had to make the journey by car. My problems. Two of my issues are fatigue and frequency. Frequency is when you have to go to the toilet often, and it can sometimes occur with very little warning. This journey, as a result, took me nearly six hours and many stops along the way. My phone tells me it should have taken three and a half hours. Of course, this extra travel is more tiring and had a knock-on effect on my fatigue. This didn't come as a shock and I've learned to give myself time so that I don't feel rushed. The meeting started at 9.15, which for me is an ungodly hour. I usually even leave my bed at that time and start my breakfast. Or I have returned from my swim, if I have the energy. Fortunately, I was able to have breakfast in my room, which allowed me to wake a little easier, and I was close to a toilet. The proximity to a toilet is a sometimes dictator in my life. Maybe there is a more complicated word for this phobia. Toilet phobia really doesn't sound great. Maybe I will make a new word, something German sounding. They really have great words. Toiletenangst is the translation that I found. Everything finished at around 3 and my headache had reached a 7 even after taking extra painkillers before the meeting, plus exhaustion. This is the reality and I had planned to stay in Dublin an extra night. Resting here in my room, I am now able to decompress, relax and get my headache back to its normal 5 out of 10. Tomorrow I will make the trip back to the west and will take Monday as a rest day. The reason. Having the opportunity to meet all these people from vastly different backgrounds was fantastic. Five and a half hours of intense activity and it will take four days from my life, in my opinion. It is well worth it and I hope to have more than colleagues from this. 
Friendships will form, creating a bond in this community that will make us all stronger. When I was well, I would have travelled up the night before and immediately driven home when the meeting finished. The following day would have been a normal day. These are part of the rules of the game when you have a chronic illness. There is no point in rebelling against them or feeling cheated. There is nothing to gain from that. This is my new normal. How would you feel about your new normal? Do you have any strategies or tips that make your new normal a little bit easier? Looking back from this distance, I can no longer do the drive to Dublin in one go. It's just not possible for me anymore. And I have now taken to using the bus. Obviously, since COVID-19, I haven't been doing any traveling at all. I've been completely isolated. But I do remember taking that journey and the exhaustion that it caused me. And I still have that problem. And in fact, it has gotten worse as time has progressed. I now can do, say, an intense meeting for an hour and it will take me a day to recover from that. I have seminars that I do with the MS Society. I'm doing seminars or webcasts with the MS Society at the moment, and they take about an hour of my time in the day, but it takes me a day and a half to recover from those easily, if not a little bit longer. Traveling when I go overseas is another arduous thing. It takes so much out of me. You never would have thought that sitting in a bus for four hours or four and a half hours would make you feel worse, but it sucks everything out of me. I have no energy left and the pain that I encounter as a result of these trips is just horrible. But I have learned that I need to accept the pain. I need to go through that pain if I'm going to go on a holiday. It's a cost that I have to bear. So some people will look at the financial aspect of going on a holiday. For me, it's the physical cost of getting there and the physical cost of getting back. I love holidays and going away is brilliant and seeing new places, trying new foods. But I have to always remember that I have an illness and I have to plan what I do to make sure that my illness doesn't take away from my trip. So now, like I was saying, I drove that time up to Dublin. I cannot drive that trip anymore. So I take a bus and fortunately buses have toilets, which makes things a little bit easier. However, with dodgy legs, it is becoming increasingly difficult to get down those narrow steps to the toilets in the bus. I'm going to have to figure that out again. That's another issue. And the next problem that I have is because my mobility has become so bad, I now have to take some kind of mobility aid with me, be it a wheelchair or a scooter. I haven't done this yet, but I'm nearly at that stage and actively looking at travel scooters so that when these lockdowns finish and we are able to go on holidays, I'm going to have my own scooter. Here in Clifton, I have my 
big mobility scooter and it's a monster. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. It allows me to get out of the house. It allows me to go off for a walk in inverted commas on my own. And this is something that I had lost and now I have gained back again. I'm using the aids and appliances that are available to me to make my life a little bit easier. And this is the thing about travel. Going back to the topic of this post, travel is, I think, important to see new places, to do new things, to meet new people. And once COVID-19 is solved and we've all had our vaccinations and the world starts to return to normal, we will also start traveling again and being able to meet other people again. And at the moment, I'm using Zoom to meet people, but I would love to meet people face to face. And that means traveling. And I'm going to have to find a way of doing that without depleting my energy too much. I remember a year ago, I was at a conference in Dublin and the impact of those few days on me afterwards was intense. It took me over a week to recover from a three-day conference. And that's hard, but I accepted that because of the benefit of going to that particular conference. And I've benefited from it in this last year hugely because I met people at that that I have created relationships with since then that have helped me with my new patient advocacy role in life. Travel opened up that opportunity for me and I would not like to see myself lose that into the future. So I have to plan and I have to think and I have to set up the, the system so that I can continue to meet with other people. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Robert Joyce and this has been A 30 Minute Life where I share my experience of my illness so that your experience of your illness can be a little bit better. Thank you. Goodbye.